Back, stay tuners, to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's uh, your good friend Jimbo We're here. I, I was wondering how long it would take for you to uh, chime in with your your comment there. How you <laughs> well, doing? You just change it up all the time, keeping me on my toes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> how how you doing there, buddy? Not bad. I'm uh, coming through uh, live today at a hockey rink because it's Hockey Dad Day and. You know, another hockey season started, so I'm here with my son, and uh, so I'm uh, going to record the show live from here with you. So, is this the first practice, or ha- has he been practicing a couple weeks now? No, yeah, a couple weeks is third week. Oh, okay. Is he trying yeah, any any, so any new positions or same ones? No, same thing. He's at where he's at. Uh, they got a new coach, so they're feeling everything out. I know they're scrimmaging today, so we'll see how he does. Mm. So is he a Sidney Crosby yet or a, a Wayne Simmons? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know what he would be. More like a uh, a goon. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the movie. <laughs> a little bit, right? Well, I mean, before we start talking about goons, because our favorite player once again is in the news, uh, head over to Twitter yeah. and uh, follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Follow uh, myself at Jimbo ST Sports. Shoulders. I actually did get your um, your Twitter right last time, so it's STS O'Brien. Like and right. share our Facebook over to YouTube. All the YouTube videos are up to date except for last week's shows, and I'm still waiting for them to come through so I could update them. So I actually have been a busy person this past week. <laughs> I will say I helped a couple um, Google Play. Uh, subscribers hook up to it um and we say you go to the google play store or whatever but actually it's google music that i had to go through to get the podcast so if you're a google user uh sorry for the androids i'm not as good as i mean i figured it out that way to get them subscribed and locked down but i just want to throw our fans out there uh there's other ways to listen besides that way but i do believe it's the google music play or something like that yeah they uh google like when we first got on google there it was google play and then they switched it to google music and then now it's like google podcast or some stupid shit like that but we're on there though Alrighty. so to kick off the show um i know we don't really talk a lot about baseball but the milwaukee brewers uh i guess you could say mvp of their their team christian yulik out for the season broken kneecap and on top uh, he is a good player. Yeah. Um he is probably one of the better players on the team and expected to carry the team a lot. Yes. Um an unfortunate accident. I mean what else is there to say other than I hope a speedy recovery for him and that's gotta hurt, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and how he got hurt was a a foul ball off his kneecap. He he fractured his kneecap. I mean that right. that has to be up there with uh getting like a Charlie horse, man, uh, the kneecap. Ugh. I think that's more up there, like getting kicked square in the balls. (laughs) But, you know, I've been seeing his name throughout the year, um, you know, popping up for, you know, walk-off home runs or anything. But 
I couldn't believe, like, when I looked at the stats, I couldn't believe how well he has been doing this year. Um, 44 home runs and 97 RBIs. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's up there, man. He's a good ball player, too. And uh, usually, oh, act, I, I, from what I've seen of him, and uh, I know a couple weeks ago, the, the refs gave him two bad games, man, where they were calling strikes that were way out of the zone on the poor guy. And then he comes back at the, the like, third game after that um, in, in game-winning situations and hits a walk-off, so. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player, man. And you know what the other thing, too, about him I like is he's not in the news for the wrong reasons. Like, you know, uh, getting ejected for calling or for arguing balls and strikes, too. It seems like he's no. an old school player. Yes, he, he made his pace. He kept his back to the ump and just walked back in disbelief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they were pretty bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. They, they, they were pretty bad calls. Yeah. And it, as as far as the Brewers go, this couldn't come out of a worse time too, because now when this injury happened, they are they were this happened on Tuesday, they are uh, they were like a game or two out of the wild card race, right? So it's gonna be yeah they were hanging in, yeah. So it's gonna be curious to see if uh, if that team can rally around the players they have and um. Well, I'll tell you, you missed. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish them still, wish the team still all the luck in the world, but I think it's going to be difficult to, without him. I mean, he was a big intricate of the team, a leader. I mean, I, you can go on and on about the guy's role with the team. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. So, one guy that we keep going on and on about, Mister Antonio Brown, back in the news, right? And the funny thing is about this, about him signing with the Patriots. What was it, about 10 minutes after I left your house last week? He signed. Right. I mean, we, me and Shoulders here probably got done uh, about 15 minutes before the news broke. And I'm thinking, man, why couldn't we just BS our, our way for another 15 more minutes and, and, and broke the news? Right. Well, uh, here's my opinion. This The whole thing was an inside job. I hear now that the NFL, well, you know, it is Goodell, but yeah. the NFL is going to do an investigation and he might be – kept out the entire season, which I doubt see it happening considering Robert Kraft and Goodell so good together. Yeah. But also added on to the contract a $20 million option next year. Yeah. I, I saw that. That was more for, I guess, the Patriots' salary cap, uh, like to basically fit them in for this year. Right. But the, the one part of the contract that for this year that I found interesting is the incentives. Like, when he signed, we knew about roughly about five to six million dollars in incentives. Did you did you happen to right. see what the the incentives were broken down as? No, I did not. So there's three incentives, but uh, all three, each of them will get a million and a half if he hits. The first one was he has to hit 105 catches. The second one was he has to hit uh, 1,298 yards, and the third one is he has to score 16 touchdowns. M being one game down already? Wow. Well, I could see the 1,200-yard one possibly him hitting. I mean, he gets, you know, say if he gets six or seven 100-yard games, he's ahead of the, right. the ball game. Last year, he scored 15 touchdowns, I believe, in 15 or 16 games. Right. Here, here's my thing within, you know, seeing how he acts. This is going to be the Antonio Brown show. If he doesn't get the ball, what's he going to do? He's going to. Well, of course. I mean, well, 
right, but the Patriots set themselves up for failure with that one. So good luck. Yeah. And did you did you happen to see what Gruden said uh, about the Patriots? Uh, I know he, they, you know, him and Carr are sick of talking about it, and he said, yeah. you know, good luck with him. But uh, that was it. What else did you get? Um, so, I guess they kept asking him questions. To, you know, the the same time he said, you know, good luck to him over there. I'm done with it. Um, one more reporter asked one more time about Brown, and he said, well, it's Patriots' turn now. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but uh, you know, I still he, he, I can't believe that he on, regardless of what his thoughts were, that yeah. whole situation. It should almost be like college. If you're going to pull that shit, you're out for the season. If you have to get released like that, yeah. and then you can be picked up the next season, then because that's horseshit. Yeah. What's going to stop Bleak now from not becoming an overpriced circus? Yeah, and to kind of go back to what you said about you know being an inside job, I mean. The things that are coming out, it just points all to it. Like there was a, a story came out that Brown consulted with um, a social media uh, company. Yeah, that's of, what I heard. Multiple, it, multiple things where he had, he hired a social media firm to do all the posts for him. Yeah. So that can be done. And there's been talks with the Patriots and his, with well Rosenhaus and the Patriots for a while because the, ever since the Steelers wouldn't trade him to the Patriots. Yeah. And the, it's all the one good point I saw was who, what player has a person ready to videotape you when you get the call that you've been released? Did you see that the video when he ran out screaming, I'm free, right. I'm free? There was a, right. a video camera and a guy out there recording him while he does that. How did you know you were right. going to get released? There's multiple signs. It's a whole shit circus show. Yeah. It's like allowing players to sit out and not honor their contract. It's just becoming a circus. The NFL, again, we've been talking about this, is going to let a mockery happen, yeah. and they're ruining their brand. Eventually, people are going to get sick of this shit. Yeah. It reminds me of the movie Basketball, you know? <laughs> they started that movie, and they started the game because the teams were just moving everywhere and doing anything they wanted. Yeah. So. But the difference between that movie and this clown is that movie's actually pretty funny and good. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's why they started the Basketball <laughs> League, because professional sports teams... We're allowed to dance more yeah. on the field, if you remember the throw. And they were able to move city to city to city to city, and players were skipping and not being loyal to teams, and that's why they started the Basketball League. Yeah. So. The one, but, but uh, you know, as far as Brown's contract, too, and I, I, I just thought the Patriots set themselves up for failure here with these incentives, but I believe it was yesterday came out that they do have a clause in this contract saying that if – now, this is before – this all came out after this, this sexual assault thing that we'll get into too. Um, but there's a clause in the contract that says basically if he acts a fool, they could take all this guaranteed money away again, just like the Raiders did. Right. So with, I think that's just a way of saying that I'd like to actually see the contract because I think they're just saying that. So it makes it look like it wasn't an inside job, but it was, I, I, I no doubt in my heart that this was one big setup and the Raiders got screwed. Oh, with the Raiders and the Steelers. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, the Steelers never right. wanted to trade him to one of their rivals, and they only got a third and a fifth round pick instead of the first round that the Patriots were offering. And right, like you said, the Raiders are completely out of getting anything. I mean, like it's you know we said they gave up a third and a fifth, and they're probably not going to get anything back as a a comp pick uh, next year. So right. But then 
what was it like Tuesday or, or Wednesday came out about uh, Antonio Brown being sued in a, in a civil lawsuit for sexual assault against his former trainer. Right. Right. How do you how do you, how do you feel about it? Now here's my this whole scenario. Okay, and I don't condone rape, obviously. No. And if he's guilty, it's right. Yeah. But how come she filed a civil lawsuit but did not file any kind of criminal investigation? That was the first thing, and you know, uh, he's an ass. Just watching him over these past few months, but you know, it may sound that mean. You might be ag- agreeing here. This does c- kind of sound fishy. Uh, you know, it I, is. I, I agree with you about the the criminal thing. I mean, for me, I. So you'll cooperate with any agency, but yet you didn't report it to an agency for it to be investigated. Yeah. So all you care about is getting money instead of justice. And the other red flag that, because also a video came out of him and her uh, last night um, on three different occasions showing that she's giddy. She's sitting on his lap. So, you know, she said that um, the the way she felt the relationship was like a brother-sister relationship, whereas... Brown right. said this was consensual. Well, if you if you think you and him are more brother sister than boyfriend girlfriend, why are you sitting on his lap twerking? Um, right. You know, just doing stuff like that. Now, on on the flip side, though, why is Brown recording videos like this? Like he's a creep. Like, the, uh, did you see the video well, or no? All these athletes don't know how to handle themselves. It comes back to our thing about mentorship and learning how to succeed in life. Yeah. I mean, you can take an athlete that's great, but if he's not trained on how to survive in life, then his athletic ability eventually wears out. And then when it comes to life situations, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Now, so, I, if, do you, I don't care if she got naked and rubbed on him. Once she said no, it should have been no. Yeah. The case. It should have so again, right my there. biggest problem with this, and it's hard for me to go past this, is why are you not having a criminal investigation? Why did you not go to the police? Why did you wait till now, and why did you only do a civil lawsuit? Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too. I find kind of strange. I mean, most, I mean, ninety nine percent of the time that we see any of these type of incidences, it's like, oh, I'm suing you for five million dollars, ten million dollars. She's suing for seventy five grand, right? You know, and she's not meeting with the league uh, this week because she's getting married, but she'll meet with them next week, like. Again, we don't Again, know. I think she wanted a low amount and figured he would just settle and shut her up. Yeah. And I don't think, I think if you are a true rape victim, and I don't want to take any of their power away or say what I think they should do, but I know personally if I was raped, the first thing I would want is him to be in jail. Yeah. So I don't understand, again, why there's no investigation or why this is going this way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough. I, I don't think any woman should ever have to go through any kind of rape situation or any kind of unwanted contact or anything to do with uh, somebody forcing anybody on anybody. Yeah. No, but I, I again, agree. Go to the law and have it taken care of and worry about your money later. Yeah. And, but also on the flip side though here too, and we see this a lot, not just sports figures, but um, celebrities too. You know, the, the accusations get put out there and it comes out that they're not true. I forget uh, which celebrity it was, but it might have been um, the nerdist, uh, Chris Hardwick. His ex, 
wife or ex-girlfriend, you know, said that he was mentally abusive and sexually abusive, this, that, and came out that she was lying, he turned around and sued her. Right. Now, right. you know, Brown did say... Uh, I, go ahead. I don't think Antonio sued for anything because she's failed at everything, according to some of his texts that he released to her. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and a failed business and all this other stuff. Yeah. But that's why I'm thinking she's not going the criminal route. Because she knows that if she files a criminal complaint and is proven to be a liar, she can face charges. Yeah. So, again, it's just as much as I hate the guy. Well, I don't hate him, but, like, I just think he's a clown. Yeah, you just dislike him. I also would be very super mad at her for for making a mockery out of a rape when there's women out there who've truly gotten raped and they have to have her making other women look bad. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I mean. What was that? I said, it's going to be interesting. I just, I don't see it going any farther and I don't know what's going on with it. I mean, yeah. and you know, there is no statute of limitations when it comes to that stuff. I get it. But I mean, why wait so long? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I, I just don't get it. I mean, it's like beating a dead horse here. So, yeah. I mean, now the, the, the one thing I am surprised this got brought up was, um, will he get put on? the commissioner exemplist while this investigation goes on, because the league did come out and say they are going to investigate this to see exactly what happened, who's telling the truth, stuff like that. Well, right. But here's my problem with that. Here we go again. The NFL sticking their nose in when they should be investigating other things. He has no formal criminal charges. Yeah. So what is there to investigate and what is there to suspend him on? As his attorney, I'd be suing the league then. Well, because it, you have nothing. She didn't go to the police. She didn't file a criminal complaint. She didn't do anything. How can you screw with his job when it has nothing to do with anything because he has not been arrested? Yeah. But you know what? When I saw this story come out, I thought about what you said last week with the with Brown and the whole Raiders uh, thing going on. You know, should the league step in just to tell him to get him checked out? Is this maybe their way of getting to him and saying, hey, maybe you should you know, go see someone because you keep putting yourself in these type of situations. No, I think it's a way for the NFL to save face because of the serious allegations and they're going to jump the gun because they already dropped the ball with the whole insider bullshit that's going on. Yeah. And now they're going to put a ink investigation on it, eventually say, and that's why he won't get suspended because they're going to say, Oh, there was nothing to be found. And we don't think them to be true and wait for her to make the move a final criminal proceeding. But I mean, you really can't, because in my opinion, a civil matter has nothing to do with work yeah. or his employment. But you really can't say nothing's going to happen to him because Kareem Hunt got put on this list. He got suspended. Tyreek Hill got put on this list, and he didn't get suspended when there was audio out there. Um, but, and he wasn't... But, but, he, if you're Goodell right now, let's just say you're normal, and you're not Goodell, but you're in Goodell's position, Yeah. what can you suspend for right now? Um, as far as the rape... There is no proof. She didn't go to the police. It's all he said, she said over money. Yeah. And I would tell her, why are you not going to the police? I would be helping her. Why are you not going to the police? And if she doesn't, then Antonio's job should not have be in effect. Yeah. And maybe that's what I'm saying. No, I understand. I'm thinking maybe that's why he's not put on this list yet. Um, 
they're gonna, is... but they stay faced. They're saying, well, you know, we take this serious, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, we're going to launch an investigation. And then when the season's over, they'll come with their findings and it's going to be a big mockery. Yeah. Again. It's my opinion. It's just my. No, I, I agree with you. Like I said, when I saw about the, them think about putting them on the exemplist, could this also be a like threat to them? Uh, the NFL giving him a right. threat saying, hey, get your shit together. Now, see, what I read about the exemplist, why they were thinking of putting him on, is because of the insider stuff. No. So they investigated that. But I don't think that's going to happen either because I truly believe that Kraft and Goodell are in bed together. Plain yeah. and simple. No, the, the exemplist thing was over this whole rape case, the, the civil lawsuit. Now, I also read one that it was because Goodell is finally going to investigate the incidents of the release and with the Raiders. Okay. There was also an article. It was on CBS sports that I read it. Yeah. And you know what? The only fan base that is not believing in that conspiracy theory is goddamn Patriot fans. They, they still right. believe they didn't cheat in Spygate. They didn't cheat in deflate gate. It, it, it was all proven, you know, about the, right. especially the deflate gate. Um, I, I saw one Patriots fan say about Spygate that the the film that they you know videotaped or whatever had no outcome on on the games because they didn't use those plays. But they still cheated. They could have used those plays. Right. You know, you're also seeing players' tendencies, their faults, and how they're dropping balls or not dropping balls, or their tendencies on cuts and stuff like that in live action. So I don't buy it. Yeah, I think the Spygate way more serious than the Deflategate. Okay, deflated balls, you know, for me to throw a football, I, I told you my opinion is I don't care if it's if it's inflated or not, I still got to throw the thing, yeah. okay, and I still got to run the ball. <clears throat> so as shitty as that still is, my biggest problem is the Spygate and the current situation and all the things that they weren't caught doing. Yeah. Because that's the only shit. I guarantee they've done a lot of bullshit. So it is what it is. Yeah. Now, with the Patriots signing... Brown, obviously, this is not the first diva, if you want to call it that, that the Patriots have well, signed. They bring, up us, they bring up different guys. Yeah. Chad, us is the only one that worked out. And I don't think Moss was that much of a diva at the time and definitely wasn't having these kind of problems. Yeah. Um, Chad was worse, and obviously, it didn't work out. They didn't go anywhere that year. Yeah. So, now, I mean, if Antonio plays football like Antonio can play football and Tom Brady's throwing, yeah. they're going to be a good combo. It yeah. is what it is. So, but if I just think things need to be handled differently. If Brown does work out, do you think Bill Belichick is like the the diva whisperer? He knows how to calm them down. I don't really think he's being a diva. I think he had an ultimate plan to get to where he wanted to go originally. I think why he's on the Patriots, he's going to be a lot different unless he does finally lose his mind. I think a lot of it was an act. Even when, really he was, even when he was with the Steelers, you think he always wanted to get traded to the Patriots? He had problems with Brown, and he wanted to go where he can win Super Bowls with the GOAT, as everybody calls him. Yeah, okay. Antonio's about money, yes, but he's more about his legacy. He wants to be the best receiver that ever existed. He wants multiple titles. And he knows Brady's not going to be around. Yeah. And I think it'll be funny if they finally do win it again this year. Brady finally retires Belichick leaves, and then he's left on a shit squad. <laughs> That would be funny because I mean, who I, I don't even know who Brady's backup is. The last, the yeah, last backup, 
the last yeah <laughs> you, you know you know you're you're a diva and you're you're always in the news when Josh Gordon finally calls you out because he I don't know if you right. saw that too he he made a comment basically saying either you get with the the Patriot way or you're gonna be gone right but so yeah I mean we're gonna it'll be interesting the next week <laughs> <laughs> is he going to lay off the weed finally or what? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, he got through one week. <laughs> Let's go. I'm proud. I know he scored a touchdown too. <laughs> yeah, baby steps for him. <laughs> so it okay. will be interesting the next couple of weeks to see how this whole Brown um, situation keeps playing out because, let's be honest, actually today's the first day I want to say there was no Brown news. Yeah. Right. All right, we're making baby steps. <laughs> yeah, by the weekend it'll blow up. Come on <laughs> yeah. So, last week was obviously the first week of uh, the NFL season. I couldn't believe all the major injuries that happened in the first week. Right. Um, Our buddy uh, Tyree Kill got hurt. Uh, yes, I, I was crying for him when that happened. <laughs> oh, I was too, so bad. Yeah, I was crying so bad that it almost seemed like I jumped up and cheered. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, like, because I, I was with my dad watching the game at the bar, and I was just scrolling through Twitter and everything, and, like, Patrick Mahomes went down. I was like, oh, here comes the Madden curse, but he came back in. He's fine for this week. Um, like you said, Tyreek Hill got hurt. Your boy, Nick Foles. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but you know what? Did you hear what Carson did, though? No. He called him up when he, when Carson found out after the game that Foles got hurt. He called him up and yeah. talked to him for a few hours about it. And you know, obviously both the both those guys are big believers in God. And you know, Wentz said that right. he he Foles believes this is one of God's works and stuff like that. But man, you, you feel so bad for him because it it was what the second yep. quarter Probably. I think it was. I mean, he's my player. I mean, yeah. Well, favorite current active player. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to see big things. I've said it on the show how many times. So, Did you see the actual hit, though? Yeah. He got driven. It should have been a penalty. Yeah. I saw that. You know. Where are all these rules all of a sudden? Yeah. If that was Brady, I would have been. Oh, Jesus. For the NFL. There, there would have been 45 flags flown at that, that defender. He put all of his body weight on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Couple, Whatever. A couple of other players that. uh. That are out at least for a little while. Te- uh, Tevin Coleman from San Fran. That was the big uh, signee for yeah, the 49ers. Uh, right. He's out with an ankle sprain. I don't believe it was a high ankle sprain, which is kind of good news because the high ankle sprain is the one that you got to really worry about. And then as I, was, fa- I was understanding it was. Oh, maybe I maybe I read it wrong. Then you know it might might have been a high ankle sprain. But uh, as far as the Eagles, we took a. A little bit of a big hit with our D-tackle, Malik Jackson, being out for the year now. The, the Frank fracture in his foot. Yeah. When they when they yeah. said he was out and the next day they weren't really saying what it was, all it was a foot injury, that was the first thing I thought of because the last player I remember with the Eagles getting something like this was Deuce Daly, and he never really recovered from it. Right. So I'm, I'm curious to well, see yeah. how. Those better corporals in your middle of your foot, I mean. High impact, you know. Yeah, yeah. but with him being yeah. out, Tim Jernigan is going to um, step in, which 
I'm okay with that. You know, he, I think he's a good player. I just hope the whole goddamn defense wakes up. You know what? Let me take a step back here a second, because I haven't seen a lot of Eagles fans saying they want Jim Swartz fired. Yes or no? I don't think it's Jim Swartz. I think it's the goddamn players. That's what I think, too. I, you know, our corners are still young. I don't like how they play not so much press. Like, they just, they're, they're kind of, like, scared in a way to, right. come, you know, bump and run. You know, Jim Swartz. Let's just start with the goddamn tackling. The only reason you want to fire him is if he didn't train them enough to tackle, then fine. But yeah. they're professional. Like, I don't think it's his game plan. I think it's they were caught flat-footed and expected a lighter team. Yeah. I think he went in there expecting Case Keenum not to be so good, and Case Keenum looked like the Case Keenum from Minnesota. Yeah, until the second half. So, and I don't know what they, they did to change it around, but I really think the Redskins... Well, oh, go ahead. I think we finally got some pressure, and we yeah. made some plays. I also think the Redskins messed up by not um, having Peterson for the day. Right. That was a slap in his face. Yeah. That was another thing I was out of. Before, before, yeah. I came on, uh, before we came on the show, I saw a, uh, a meme for uh, the conversation between John, uh, not John, Jay Gruden and Peterson. Someone played the clip yeah. from Happy Gilmore when Happy went back to Chubbs. I'm, I'm stupid. You're smart. I'm ugly. You're, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I could see that because you're a dumbass. I mean, think of last year when uh, Colt McCoy got hurt and Sanchez came in. Very first play. What did, what did Peterson do? 98 yards. Right. He's, he's a beast still. He's still. He should be played. Yeah. There's a guy that should release them. He put all his faith in them. He's been working hard through camp. He looked good in the preseason. And, well, now he's going to get playing time because Dice is hurt. Yeah, Geis is out. That was the other one. Uh, well, I think they said four to eight weeks. It's an MS, uh, MCL right. or something like that. But, so if they don't play him the right way, then he should demand a release. He should. Yeah. He should go to that needs him then because he's got limited years left, and I want to see him play. Yeah. How did you feel about us not really using Howard as much, Howard or Sanders as much in the first half? Well, pissed off about the bullshit call for Sanders for his touchdown that he, he should have had right now. Yeah. But Sanders didn't look good. He looked like he was stuck in the spotlight. Yep. And Howard looks like a blunt and impressed me. I, he, I became a fan, and we need to use him for the downhill running. Yes. And get him through. Sproles looked good, um, better than I thought he was going to look, but I think he's got to be more of a scat back, and, I, and, and Howard's got to get at least you know, in a in a drive all the way down the field, he's got to get at least ten touches. Uh, yeah, I agree. My my worry with Sproles is yeah. My worry with Sproles is I hope they aren't planning on doing this every week. You know, the first half give him ten, twelve touches uh, a game because by the time the end of the season comes, he he's gonna be burnt out. He's gonna be broken down. Right. He needs to be as like a, a special team or so to speak on offense yeah he needs to be a guy that's a difference maker and used in the right situations and the workload needs to go to howard yeah. and sprinkle to miles until he gets his jitters out and until he catches his own yeah so we'll see i mean it's gonna be an interesting week this week everybody's saying you know the, the goddamn falcons look like shit and they're already saying oh the falcons are going to destroy them so uh, i mean their defense falcons so if it comes to a shootout 
and our receivers step up and we start playing like we did the second half, then we should have no problems. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a closer game than us blowing them out. Right. Um, but I, I do remember saying to my dad in the first half, when, when the first half got done and they're walking back to the locker room, I'm like, you know, we signed Deshaun Jackson for the deep ball. We're not throwing the deep ball. We, we traded for Jordan Howard, not really using them. What the hell are we doing? Right. And then second half came out and Deshaun just blew up. I was loving it. Well, yeah. Again, how long can we expect two to three touchdowns out of him on long balls every goddamn game? Well, I mean, he is on pace for, you know, 24 to 38 touchdowns, you know, for the year. So, like, I think a lot of it was game planning. I think we came out flat. Yeah. We showed like we're a second team like we were the last two goddamn seasons. Yeah. And Peterson needs to figure out a better game plan and stick to what he knows. It feels like he was going to these plays that made no sense. Yeah. And he, he's trying to reinvent the wheel here. He kind so. of seemed like he had Andy Reid syndrome where he wanted to pass 60% of the time compared to um, the second half was wow. more, more equal. 60, I was 75. Well, I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> right. But, let, you know, I, I, we said about Deshaun Jackson, you know, jokingly about 24 touchdowns for the year. But did you see the um, the stats they put up, I believe, during the game about 50-yard uh, touchdowns? He's in second place now. No, I didn't notice. I was too busy screaming at the TV. That one, if I think <laughs> still kicked in, I was still being pissed off. <laughs> so he is second place all time in – Touchdowns over 50 yards, I believe, with like 30 or 31. Jerry Rice has 36. Right. The question that is being I, brought up is... season healthy and gets another season out of him. I don't see him not crushing that by any means. I think it would be very easy. Yeah, I, I think he could hit it. But here's the question. Is he the greatest deep threat ever to play the game? I mean, that's debatable. I'd have to sit down with more knowledge on that. That's, I mean, again, I'm going to throw out there, and I hate being that guy, but Jerry Rice played in a time when you got your head taken off, so, and you can be a lot more physical. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's hard for me, as much as I love D-Jax, to compare him to Jerry Rice. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. No, I mean, yeah. John Taylor was great. I mean, I can go on and on with receivers back in the day that would hold on to the ball when they got blasted their heads off their shoulders. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, but when you know, when I saw that question, my first reaction was like, "Well, of course, yeah." But that was the fan in me coming out, and I started thinking about, it. I'm like, right, who really is a, a better deep threat? I mean, obviously Jerry Rice, maybe Randy right. Moss, but you know, like you said, you gotta sit back and and really look into that to make a case for him. You know, but how about a? I would throw Moss up there. I would throw. I would have thrown Calvin Johnson back in the day up there. Ocho Cinco back in the day had a good long ball history. I mean, yeah. before he was But, I mean, I don't even know why we're talking about this season because I'll tell you the truth. We might as well stop even watching because the way it sounds, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, buddy. Dude, I, I swear, guy. Like, I, I want to drive down and just punch Dak Prescott in the, in the mouth. Well, that was easier than, than against Philly. First off, you had to beat us in overtime with practice squad cornerbacks. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You played basically Miami number two, yeah. the Giants. Yeah. I I can't wait for the Redskins this week. I am pro Redskins this week. Oh yeah. And I hope they just put, because Dak, you know, now the talk about how Jerry's gonna have to pay him more money. It was the Giants secondary. Yeah. 
Are you are you fucking kidding me right now? That's why I was I was really hoping that that Jerry and Dak uh, uh, signed the contract this week because, granted, you know if you look at the stat line, yeah, that's a forty million dollar quarterback, but he's not no right. forty million dollar quarterback. I mean, Jesus Christ, I could look like that going up against that Giants defense. Right, and then Zeke against that defense looked like shit. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, he's not football right. Well, that's his own stupidity. Yeah, I don't think he was worth his. He's a good back, but he also had a great offensive line. I want to see him on the Giants or doing pulling a Saquon or going down to Miami and running like that. Then I'll believe he's one of the best. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with uh, DeMarco Murray when he came to us. And then when he went to Tennessee, granted, when he went to Tennessee, he was a little bit better than us, but he never became that running back that was in Dallas. Right. And Zeke didn't look good at all. I'm no. sorry, he did. I think, like I predicted, Randall Cobb is going to be their savior. Him and Cooper, it's it spread out now for Cooper to have a better chance. And yeah. as long as Dak can put it into, I see them doing well. But it's going to take just one of them to get hurt, and they're going to be back in the same goddamn shoes. Yeah. So, And part of me wants and to see Zeke have, sit out again. Dak did not really have any pressure on him either. Yeah, uh, that's what I was just about to say. Is like I, I want to see Zeke out like a game or two to really see did Dak really come around the, the, the bend now. and Because when Zeke's not in there, He's garbage. He all he does is check down passes. Right. So Well, it's interesting week this week in the NFL. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I definitely gonna go for the Redskins. I'm definitely taking Philly in the late game. So Yeah. We'll see. You know. So obviously we don't think Deshaun's gonna redo the you know, what he did last week. Do you think we see more Howard and, and, and Miles Sanders going off? Yeah, I think the other receivers wake up a little bit, and I just hope. Well, it depends on the game plan, man. I, I just think that Peterson needs a better game plan and to utilize the weapons the right way, and for our team to wake up. Yeah, I think it was maybe the first week rust because a lot of them not playing in the preseason, and if that's the case, we should look really good this week. Yeah, we'll see, and you only get better. But the defense needs to tighten up, and as long as we can squeak these games by, then we'll see. Now, I think that the Falcons stumbled a little, too, so it will be a good test. Yeah. And I'll see where we're at. So. All right. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, pretty much, buddy. I mean, well, who are you taking? Philly or Atlanta? What do you, what's your score? I'm going to go with Philly. Um, I honestly think it's going to be like a, a 38-35 game. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, kind of sucks that I have overtime the next morning, so I got to get up at 3.30. But I am going to stay up and watch that game. I'm going to be beat Monday. I'm going to tell the kids, leave me alone. I'm going to take a nap when I come home. <laughs> but yeah, I'm no. going to call it. I'm going to call it 41 to 24. Eagles. All right. You know what? Before we go, did you see about the Dolphins players? All the Dolphins players asking to be traded. Right. Well, they look horrendous. I think it's just an overreaction. But yes, I did see that. <laughs> I was like, that. That is freaking hilarious. But so yeah, corruption should be happy there in the NFL. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All One right. more prediction I want out of you. One more prediction. Dallas and Redskins. Dallas and Redskins. Honestly, you know. An honest prediction. Honest prediction. I'll give you my honest prediction second, for, but I'm gonna give you what I want first. I would love, love to see like a 35-7 Redskins win. Right. Don't th- don't think that's gonna happen. Um. I could see like a 10-7 Cowboys win. 
I, I could yeah, see. I think it's gonna be either way. I'm hoping for the Redskins, but uh, I think we're gonna see the true Cowboys a little more because I don't think the Redskins defense was that uh, that shitty. So we'll see. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's why. And you know, maybe Zeke gets taken out of the game or something. You know, for an injury or whatever, and we'll see if Dak is really you know worth that money. Right. So. Derek, brother. Another great show. I got to run back into the rink and handle my business here. So uh, I appreciate you uh, fit me in live here at the rink today. And hopefully we didn't bore our audience too much. <laughs> All right. So before we go, uh, head over to Twitter, follow the show at ST Sport Podcast, like and share our Facebook page and YouTube channel. This is your good friend Jimbo's signing out with shoulders <laughs> as well. Go ahead, shoulders. Yes, shoulders, O'Brien, baby. Hope wishing everybody and their family safety and health, and uh, let's look forward to second season, second week of the season. See you guys next week. Peace.